start by saying the only reason I chose not to show you myself is because I would like to remain at least somewhat mysterious. At least a vague semblance of mysteriousness is needed because I feel like if you if you were to look at me you'd be like wow this motherfucker looks just like me. <laughs> you'd be you'd be like oh wow like my son from 20 years in the future traveled back in time to record a podcast with me. Because <laughs> I, uh, not, not, I mean, I'm gonna sound like a creeper, but I have seen, I have seen your profile, so I, I know your, is it fiancé? Did you say Beyonce? Do you have a fiance? Oh yes, I thought you said Beyonce. I was like, Beyonce. hello. <laughs> yes, yes, um, yeah, I do. I basically look like the two of you had a child. <laughs> That's so weird. It's it's Wait. totally off because I have I have like a septum piercing. I have piercings in my ears. Oh, oh, I, I have see. like I have like gingery blonde <laughs> hair and like a red beard. And I, I wear glasses, and, and I'm, I'm portly, and I have a, a sleeve full of tattoos, and I was just like, no, this is too much. If he looks at me, I think the realities are going to collapse or something. So I just decided, like, no, this would be better if we maintain the mystery, and, and we really just do a, com- <laughs> a totally blind call-in. I feel like, no, honestly, like, you've, you have no idea what I look like, but if you were to turn well, on a like, camera... Like and we were to look at each other, we do like, like the hand thing where though. both of us raise our hands to the mirror and then wave the same way, <laughs> and then I'd be like, "This is fucking weird." And I'd <laughs> You're like, "I don't like, like this." <laughs> Something's wrong in I the would matrix. Just, I would AFK for the rest <laughs> of the session. <laughs> just read the story without me. I'll be back for commentary <laughs> yeah, like later. Just, just solo mission. I just can't handle this right now. Oh man. But it's 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 good That's, to like. Well, it's funny that you say that though, because I I like hate to say I I I don't disagree with that's how I. It's like the subtle hints throughout the show that you hear too, and you're like, wait, that's like my body type, and like <laughs> boy, he has hella piercings and tattoos. Like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I mean it's it's. I am I am very like uh, hipster stereotypical white guy. Um, <laughs> But it's the nuances of, like, the curly hair and the squinty eyes that make me feel, like, super uncomfortable. Because it's like, oh, oh, shit, this guy also has curly hair and squinty eyes. Abort! It's too relatable! So, anyway. Um, I know what you look like. That's my fucking, that's my (laughs) mystery to hold on to. I will continue to be an enigma because people are listening right now, probably. And they're thinking, what the fuck are they talking about? (laughs) The truth is it's too real. Realities could collapse. (laughs) The truth is this is our first fan episode 
I imagine there there will be others at some point. You 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 are the first. And this platform has always been just fucking accessible for anyone. Like it it doesn't just have to be like, hey, come over to my house, get high. Like, no, like you are literally across the fucking country from me. And yeah, we're and chatting you are, here and there all the You time. are sitting in your house getting high. I'm sitting in my house getting high. Jeez, and we're both man. reading and having fun at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yes, though. So, this is a fan episode. This is uh, Lots of Pasta episode 172. And uh, I'm here... With let me introduce, we'll we'll get into that fucking rigmarole. <laughs> he goes by the alias Glitch Blob. Dun dun dun. Now, <laughs> now, do I call you GB? Do I call you Glitch? Do I call you Blob? Um, I what, don't. What do you um, want? I prefer you know, like I've I've been I don't know I've been called worse you know. Blob it is so <laughs> so blob anyway. Um, blobity, blobity. Let's uh, let's let's start from the beginning. Okay. I I put this show up like three years ago. I just randomly it was something. Uh, I I probably had four or five friends at the time who all thought it would be a really stupid and funny idea. And we all we all used to get high together and and just kind of shoot the shit. And I always thought our conversations were were both funny and interesting. But also that, like, each of us is a type of performer in a way. Um, so we all we all had very various characteristics and elements of character. And I just decided one day, you know, fuck it, let's uh, let's read some spooky stories, let's bullshit, let's smoke some weed, let's put it online. And I think uh, somewhere in that first year. Um, you just came out of the blue, and you were just like, you, like, you, yo, you got onto the Facebook. <laughs> you got onto the Facebook, and you were the first person to message me on Facebook and just be like, "Hey, just wanted you to know, this shit is gnarly. Uh, see you later." <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> yeah. "I was like, yo, like don't don't just peace no, like just that. Gotta, like let's chat." Because a lot of times <laughs> let's too, like chat. Even that exact situation, you, you, you know, you like, and I hate to say this exact, exact moment too, but I've like dropped off to, um, a message to, um, wow, why am I forgetting his name? The dude, Trevor Morningstar that does stuff for lots of, or for, uh, uh, last podcast. Oh, oh, and even, oh, like, oh he's, yeah. Like, uh, Travis. To me. Yes. Thank Travis, you. Travis yeah. Morningstar. <coughs> but like, I've messaged him a few times, you know, I've messaged out to, like other individuals as well. It's more of just like a. You're like, yo, I fucking love this shit, and like to actually get a message back, even in the first hand, is you're like, all right, cool, fuck yeah. Well, I I'm just I'm <laughs> just a dude, man. Like I'm I'm I will never I will never be above my station for any regards, and I know that it's it's tough to say because when you you know like having having met the entire L L P O T L crew, yeah. like they are they they have transcended. Like yeah, what it what it was five years ago is like times ten now. I mean, even like just 
because I'm I'm generally like, excuse me, beer, beer. Um, oh, you're but good. when when you get into like when they started streaming for last stream on the left, yeah, like, it just got into a whole different category, and that's totally fine. And you get to like see fucking Henry be a dumbass, but like right. It, it's exactly putting that. faces like, to the name, seeing their antics. Yeah, like, yeah. They, they so I know they've been around for probably like twelve or thirteen years, oh, yeah. off and on. So they at one point were doing just live shows in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. I I was never, I wasn't early enough to be one of those guys. No, I but I was, I was like year four or year five, right when they started their first tour, and I remember their first tour legit had like 30 people in the room yeah. and now now they sell out fucking stadiums where oh, kiss yeah. played yeah also, you know like it's, it's denver, crazy in denver i've seen them like at huge venues fucking downtown and i'm like hello like lp on the left and i'm like jesus fucking christ i, I mean touche i'm not gonna <laughs> no like good for them obviously <laughs> like, as supporters right of now. their program it is it is wild that they've oh, yeah. they've grown up so exponentially and and me, i mean good for them like slow clap for sure I have to sit here and I have to be like, I have to be absolutely like humbled by, by your message, by anyone's message, because this is not something I could ever see me doing for like my life. This is, this is always just going to be like a, a hobby type of thing I do for free for, for people, for their enjoyment, for my enjoyment. It's something I enjoy doing, um, you know, obviously. And we have a fucking audience now. Oh, yeah. You yeah, yeah, you sure. were in that audience. Like I I don't know how it feels to be on the other <clears throat> side of this equation. But like if you can if you can describe any type of feeling of transcending that boundary, you know, I'll take it. Yeah. No, I mean it's exactly that that makes like exactly this podcast what what makes everything about it enjoyable. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like the same as, uh, so I'm going under the alias of Glitch Bob. I also go under like multiple other things. Just yeah, you can Instagram shout out all your story. shit, man. Well, it, do, it's do more it. of a. It, it's exactly what you're saying. I I just make videos because I enjoy making the game videos, and it, yeah. it's just more of a, a satisfying. Like, I I played all of fucking every single fucking Game Pass game on Xbox recently. Yeah, just to make videos. And like, oh my fucking, fucking kill me with some of those games. <laughs> like, Jesus fucking Christ. Well, I see that. I oh see that God. in some of your videos. But I've, some I've of watched, so obviously. Good. The but minute like, you told me but that, like, that you do videos, I had to go check it out. <laughs> and I appreciate it in full. Ex- <laughs> Fuck yeah. But like, exactly that point, too. It's like, there were so many good games, too, that I'm like, fuck yes. People just need to know about these good games. And I'm not right. doing it for really necessarily like anybody else's benefit just that like i i know that people will benefit from it and i enjoy making them so if if you get monetized on top of it yeah. icing on yeah, exactly cake. exactly so y- you're still myself. enjoying the cake yeah exactly right. exactly right so that's like, that's why we're here you feel friends. mutual yeah. you know like oh, we yeah. we are at the same point where i so you reached out to the show continuing the story telling the tale spinning the proverbial yarn you reached out you gave us some some shout outs we we chatted you know about about art about weed about scary stories about manga about anime like we literally went on about tons of shit and then you know 
I would say jump forward like two years. Here we are. You know, you're still following the show. You're oh, yeah. still listening. I, I am two episodes um, behind, just saying. But. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, this this is 172. This is like six episodes in on the backlog. So you're, you're time traveling yeah, I mean, this right will, now. Yeah, this will still... I mean, I'm t- we're all already different... See, you're just me in a different universe. My son <laughs> in a different universe that has decided Dad. to make a podcast. And I just so, to continue It's from like our Midnight school. Gospel, but like so much more fucked up. <laughs> that was such but an interesting real. show as well. I don't I don't really even know how to explain it. I like I, I mean it is what it is. It's a podcast yeah, no, I, I that just, got animated by yeah. a guy who does a lot of mushrooms. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely no doubt. <laughs> With a lot of heart and a lot of bowls. Yeah. Um, I just binged the shit out of it. Was like, all right. Oh, in one day, I watched yeah, it in yeah, one yeah. day. I feel like there's I, no I other way to, to watch it, to be honest. I mean, it's an adventure. You know, oh, yeah. it's it's an emotional experience. Especially it's a roller coaster ride. Times of not having anything else to watch. Why not? Right, and not having anything else to fucking <laughs> do with yourself. That's that's absolutely like correct. eight hours. All right, cool. Thank you. Let's do this. Let's get into this. Adventure. I just finished like, work and uh, here we go. And this yeah. is my day. Yeah. So, you know, we we started chatting, and then I, I know I've been asked by at least, I want to say two two to five other listeners on the show have all vaguely said something along the lines of, would. Would you think someone like me can be on your show? And I just want to, I want to lay it down. There is a stipulation. As accessible as the product is, I, I do demand a technical resource. You need to have some type of good recording equipment. Um, you need to know how to record your own audio, so you need your know-how. And, you know, thirdly and most importantly, you need to be into it. You know, you need to be, and I don't think anyone who asks is short of that last requirement. Mm-hmm. And I love everyone who listens to the show, but you need to catch up with me on those other two parts before I feel like I would even think about having someone on. Um, specifically, someone I don't know. The, I, I would say, outside of our IMing, this is the first time we fucking had a conversation. Oh yeah. So this is so this is wild. Yeah, I have heard your voice and your attitude and your criticism and commentary on oh, yeah. video, video. Oh yeah, through that's, through see, it's like, through YouTube. But you have listened to like a hundred hours of yeah, me fucking. Talking. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, I it's think just, there are like four hundred hours at this point of me just fucking talking online. Easily. I think Spotify actually itself even now has like a, a list of hours, totally for. That's, that's radical. <laughs> I might be wrong. I gotta check that. I I it's I've gotten to the point where on SoundCloud it glitches. It'll never <laughs> go past like two ninety nine, and I know I'm past like, two ninety nine. <laughs> it'll blink like four thirty eight, and I'll be like, "That sounds good," and then it'll immediately track back down to two ninety nine, and I'm like, Haha, "Thought you got me, huh?" <laughs> like, no, you can't have any more pylons. <laughs> but uh, you know, the the story, you know. I would say after after we get you here to this exact point with Glitch Blub, I also need to know that you can bring the sauce and you can bring the skill. And I think by 
having your videos on your YouTube, I, I, I maybe watched like three of them before I was like, oh yeah, this guy's fine. This guy's good. <laughs> you know, I, was, I, was, I was like, he's going to be, he's going to well, be fine to have it's on just the like, show. It's honestly just, I, I've even through high school, I, I did lighting and sound for fucking literally everything. Like, yeah. so it's just 100% part of the theater group. And I just was just weirdly one of the theater kids and I did play sports, but it was just like, grew up in like a hippie town for sure. Everybody was like, yeah, dude, man, do your thing. Nobody even gives a fuck. I'm like, wow, weird. <laughs> All right, nice. cool. But like, you know, there's also rednecks, but that's a different story. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I don't know, just New York attitude, I feel like is, is what it is. <laughs> oh, we have we have a ton of people both from New York and currently residing in New York who are on the show. So you are you are talking to peers. Yeah, no, touche. East Coast, homie. Fuck yeah. So now you're on the West Coast. What <laughs> yeah. what brought you out to Colorado? Um I I like used to sell this sounds so random. I used to sell air chairs out of college. I used to go to festivals huh. and literally sell like it's like a one point suspended like chair. You put like yeah. an eye bolt in your. You can literally put it like I had some dude in Rochester. His uh, his whole business had just had like fucking air chairs hung up like fifty feet up to the like the I beams on everything. You're like, all right, cool, yeah. Like now, just buy a new <laughs> one from me all the time. Whenever I come out, every year he buys me a new one. I'm like yes, fuck yeah. But I That's drove out wild. to Denver all the time, doing Taste of Colorado. <clears throat> Excuse me. All this other shit. Oh, you let it ride. You burp loud and proud. (laughs) It's a rolling rock. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I just did festivals out, and I was staying out here a few summers, and one thing led to another, and I'm here. But think about getting the fuck out. And you eventually just said, "I'm, I'm, I'm out here." Yeah, I mean it's pretty. It's uh, oh, I have I have three or four friends in my personal life who literally just did the hop the minute they legalized marijuana. See, I feel better about it because I was here before. It's not I'm saying that it wasn't a good thing, and I'm not complaining about it. That you're absolutely supporting yeah, it. I just like moved out, and I was like, oh, are you, glitch. What? Are you are you saying that you're a hipster of the weed movement in Colorado? Because that is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> that is great. You wear that like a fucking badge of honor on your I'm chest. Like, I, I was here before the weed. Yeah. Like, be that, be that I mean, guy. No, like when you were like back like getting some sketchy shit from some homie at a friendly's parking lot. And you're like, I mean, absolutely. Ah. And the yes. And baggy look like brown and you're like, he's like, no, but it's Teddy. And you're like, hello? Hello? <laughs> Are we on the same page? Yes. Here's, here's $40, but I'm not happy about it. <laughs> 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 That's great. No, no, it's I, like, oh, can I have a sativa, please? Oh no, um, uh, specifically the hype. No, can, yeah, no, that one. That one looks really delicious. Okay, thank you. Okay, goodbye. I'm out of here. Like, it's right? Just, it's, it's. I mean, now during quarantine, though, it's a different weird process. I have to stand outside. They like. It feels like a sketchy deal now. People I mean, like, now you're back to drug dealing. Yeah, like, exactly. They like come out of the they come out of the front door. And they're like, yeah, what you want? Yeah, they're like they like look left, look right, line. hand you the bag. It's like <laughs> your bills paid in full. I'll see you next week. Yeah, yeah. No, they're really like go in, get your card, and then like, stand back outside, and then we'll give you a baggie, and then you can just yeah, no, you can leave then. Yeah, it's it's fine. Yeah, no, it's cool. Here's here's your receipt. It's fine. <laughs> like hello. Uh, that's Don't beautiful though. That's still beautiful. Yeah, I, I, I only agree. just got out to my first Med Men's. Uh, literally last year nice 
So I, uh, that was gotten, an eye-opening experience. I've never gotten like a card or anything either, but like, <clears throat> you probably you, you don't have to. You're no, in fucking. No, I really you're don't. In fucking color. Well, like I even did like a graphic design for some dude that like. Um, made uh, 98 to 100% THC distillate. That shit, like, kills people. <laughs> oh, fuck. Like, not, like, literally, but, like, that shit That's just, a tranquilizer. Like, dies. Yeah, no, that's a KO potion. Like... That's beautiful. Knockout, dude. I mean, like... It, <laughs> it's just weird, because it has no taste. What did you say? You, you were taking dabs before this? Yeah. That's wild. It's just cheap here. I mean, I agree. Like, if I if I lived somewhere where it was that accessible and that easy, I'd I'd have a blowtorch to my face every night. But I I don't live somewhere like that. And the last time I did a fucking dab was like three Super Bowls ago, and I remember just being like, just being like, yeah, no, I'm not here for the football. I'm here for the weed and the food. And then I I did all of that, and then I drove like three people home in a blizzard, like right after taking a fucking hit. And I was just like, yeah, we'll be fine. We'll be fine. We'll be fine. And next thing I know, like I blinked and I was like home, and they were safe. And, and I was like, like, cool. You do I was like, that's awesome. Around. So I I got away with that, and then, like, as we pulled into the driveway, I was like, I just want you guys to know, I am so fucking high right now. (laughs) And they all just, like, stared at me in horror, and I was just like, but I'm, like, good enough to drive, obviously. And then I, like, and then I, like, patted the sweat off my forehead real quick, and, like, dived out of the car. I can make it. The minute I open the door, I just, like, seal, like, I just flop (laughs) onto the ground. Oh my god! Just great land. I can't. So that's what that's what a dab did to me. I, mean, I don't think I'd I don't think I'd be intelligible right now if I, <laughs> if I just took a dab. It's also like a, a tolerance too. Like I, I'm gonna do a, a little time away from Denver here, not too long. Um, but just I need to like stop smoking anyway. Not no, not like <laughs> stop smoking, but like calm the fuck down because I'm just sitting home playing fucking video games. All day. Well, yeah. And I have well, yeah. nothing I mean, else to do. My job is so supposed many to come back in October. Just saying, like, like, do I stop damn. smoking right now, or do I yeah. continue smoking because I'm just fucking stuck at home? And and part of me is just like, you know, moderate. You mm-hmm. know, try try mm-hmm. to try to be good. Don't just like constantly turn to it. Yeah, I try to like wake you, up and like I've do maintained something at least. <laughs> I've maintained like literally one bowl a night. Touche. See, that's what I'm saying. And and I just I just stick to that because honestly, like, that's enough for me to feel nice and buzzed and I'll you know, I'll watch some TV or I'll work on the show, you know, I'll I'll play mm-hmm. a video game and I'll be able to enjoy myself without getting fucking freaked out or, you know, paranoid or fucking pass out. Because that's the other thing. Yeah. You know? But Sometimes it, see, you're just really fucking tired and you take a hit and it just tranquilizes you. So, I have been playing Persona 5 Royal. Beautiful. And I, I just have to say, there's just been so many hours. And my my one of my good friends is like on my ass about it. And I'm totally fine with that. But like I've literally been like passed out mid-fight. Woke up and was <laughs> like, yes, I'm alive. Keep going. <laughs> That's beautiful. Like, what else do I do? Like, I don't know. It's just like time is just gone. My sleep schedule is just fucked. So I just like sleep when my brain is like, no, you should nap now. 
I would say Frowns Frowns McBoohoo relates to both of your statements. He relates to the Persona 5 love, and he relates to the passing out in the middle of everything. I think that motherfucker might have even fallen asleep in the middle of an episode before. I shit you not. See, like, it might have even been, like, like, the 100th episode special, <laughs> too, you know? Like, go back and listen carefully, you're like, on, you're like, on, He might have passed shit. out in the background. See, like, I, it's hard for me. Like, I don't really just, like, pass out during shit like that. But it's, like, when you're already just, like, hella stoned and you're, like, in that state. But I have a, I have a friend that notoriously does that for sure. Oh, like, absolutely. We, we played through... Uh, we all have that someone. I oh, could yeah. point to that... I could point to that person on the podcast. It's fucking Crying Hawaiian. <laughs> Crying Hawaiian will take, like, one hit and be like, nah, bruh, I'm good, and then literally fall asleep Nap where time. he's sitting. He's like old, old grandpa Crying Hawaiian. Fuck <laughs> you. Oh, thanks. Good thanks night, for the hit, children. son. And then he just leans back... And he melts into <laughs> the fucking done. couch. See, that's what a dab will do to you. <laughs> that is what a dab will do to you. And I drove a fucking motor vehicle through okay. a blizzard. I, now, wait, now I have to tell a dab story. Yes. So I have a, I have a good friend of mine, actually the girlfriend of the dude that's like, like making me fucking, not making me play Persona, but like telling me that I should play Persona. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> we were drinking and that's the first bad step. And then we were chilling at my place, and she was like, oh, and I fucking love to take a dab! And she just, like, zoned out for a minute, and, like, noticed that she was just, like, staring at a bookcase, like, while, like, me and her boyfriend <laughs> were playing video games. And my girl was already passed out, she had to wake up early. But I just turned over to her, and I was like, you good? And she just, like, the slow turn with a smile and big eyes, she's like, yeah! Yeah! And we, like... <laughs> Eventually, when they had to leave, she told us later that she was, like, out-of-body experience, straight up. Astral projection. <laughs> and, and we were, like, carrying her. Thank God she was just, like, down the alleyway, pretty much. Like, back doors <laughs> to their place. But she, like... <laughs> this is a terrible story. She was, like, me and him had to carry her. And it was just literally just six steps and a little bit of back alley. And she, like, third step down, just, like, let go of all, like, body help. And just, like, <laughs> eagle! And just, like, somersaulted down the stairs and just, like, chilled at the bottom with a big-ass smile. I'm like, girl, Jesus what the Christ. fuck is... She's just like, nah, that's cool. I'm like, what is happening? I just remember, like, leaving her about halfway in her doorway. And she just, like, is waving to me, like, bye-bye. Uh-huh. Like, I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. I'll find my way. Yeah. Like a wandering animal I, through I, the she wilderness. Was, yeah. She was halfway in her home. She was she was home. Her boyfriend was yeah, just like, Yeah, but the decision okay. the decision rests therein. She looks inside and goes, "I know this place." Or yeah. she looks outside and goes, "I know this place." And then just gets lost. Oh, Jesus. No. Uh, moral of the story, don't drink and dab. <laughs> Oh, I mean, don't. Oh, that, that's that's a metaphor I run. Yeah. I rule my yeah, life with. It is. Uh, I call it the dru- the dueling dragons. <laughs> each substance you abuse uh, is a dragon sword, in sure. your life, and it is. Uh, it is more or less taking up your attention and demanding. You know, a ba- a battle of wits, and when you are high, the dragon is very languid and flowing, you know, like a long water or river spirit dragon. 
And uh, when when you're on when you're drinking, your dragon is like fat and hearty and happy oh, yeah. and looking to looking to get <laughs> fucked up. And you know, like the cocaine dragon is like <laughs> a little two inch guy who just sits on your fucking shoulder and like, like nibbles on hey, you fucking hey, fucking every hey. fucking two seconds. Hey, you hey. know. Uh, all of your substances are dragons, and if you try to fight too many at one time, you'll get fucked up. Not too much of anything is a bad thing. <laughs> That's a good way of saying the exact same thing I just said, <laughs> but shorter than the way I said it. <laughs> I mean, I was I was in for the ride. I was chilling. So, a, a good I was, a good I like it. drug story. A good drug story will tell you everything you know, everything you need to know about the person that you that you uh, listen to the drug story from. Mine, mine tells you that I will protect you and take care <laughs> of you no matter how like, fucked up I am. And yours, yours says something like, <laughs> "Yeah, I'll get you home. Like you, you made I'll it make home. sure you're in one piece." You know. I'll make sure you uh, have a good time, but when it's time to put you out, I'm putting you fucking out. <laughs> well, it's funnier because, it, okay, it, the worst part of it is initially I was like, dude, take a tiny dab, because I have a little nectar collector, and yeah. she was just like, yes, yes, I will take the tiny dab, and just immediately just takes like three times a dab, and the I was like, oh, yeah. the pain! Yeah. <laughs> like, see the cringe, like, don't do that, goodbye. I remember <laughs> I made I made the person... <laughs> do it for me because I had no idea what I was doing and I mm -hmm. just asked like tell me when to inhale and mm -hmm. uh, she showed me first by doing it herself and then she did one of almost the same length for me <laughs> and funny. I just remember being <laughs> like being like okay if she can fucking do this I can do this <laughs> and I took all of it and literally five like five minutes later I was like I am too fucked Game up right over. now. Legit, it was like GTA or the end of when you get killed in Mass Effect. And my body just ragdolls like wherever it is. <laughs> I just, I've, I've weirdly just been sitting around. I just uh, got uh, the CDS like Nickelodeon package thing, whatever the fuck. Yeah. Just so we can watch Korra because we just watched Avatar. But I've just Hell been yeah. watching Danny Phantom all day. <laughs> <laughs> like up until like the very second that you called me i was watching danny phantom he's gotta catch them all because he's danny phantom <laughs> Dan yeah, thank you Going no that's a good that's a good show but i feel like that's, that's like a different reference i feel like that's like a old i don't know it's like a oh that's that's an avenue to travel down though because <laughs> there were so many creepy creepy shows for kids that just helped Oh, you know, yeah. helped like, shape the creepy generations that would then become, you know, uh, creepypasta, no sleep, unsettling, you know, all of these other platforms of storytelling and creative writing. Um, oh, yeah. You know, looking back, it's like, ah, real monsters. <laughs> you know, Courage the Cowardly Dog. I was like, certain, there's certain episodes of Courage that scared the fuck out of me. I don't know why, but like, oh, the Courage, Lady Courage episode, is an unsettling. Oh, my fucking God. That's an unsettling show. Oh, yeah. I own I own all of it, but it, it is an unsettling experience. When you when you really like what you need to do to test <laughs> to test your metal, 
you need to get super fucked up <laughs> and then and then just watch the the my cousin Fred episode. I, I was thinking I was trying to think about his fucking name. Just <laughs> just the creepy tone to his voice. Just uh, I can't even do it right now. Just it was very because I was yes, feeling naughty. Yeah. <laughs> That's just so like creepy, especially when it was like. Cartoon cartoons, and then just like Courage Cowardly Dog, <laughs> and you're like, oh fuck, there's some dark that, ass shit. That like show 10 had night. jump scares. That show had uh, <laughs> booga, booga. early early digital uh, anim, CGI. Anim, you know CGI so atrocities. Yeah, <laughs> atrocities. It was just reboot trying. They were trying. <laughs> King Ramses fucked me up as a kid. <laughs> he just looked. Unreal, and I couldn't get past it. I, I do have to say, there's a whole bunch of other very, very corny things for the time period as well. And even like, I knew I as mean, a absolutely. child, like Goosebumps is just. <laughs> oh my fucking god! I was, it was I just was corny back Goosebumps. then. But I was, like, I was watching dun, 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 dun. Goosebumps. Sorry. Absolutely. No, I totally agree. Fucking Goosebumps was the shit. But like, even like rewatching a. Uh, like you said, like, are you afraid of the dark? Just stupid shit like that. You're like, God damn. Oh my God. Like, how corny. How corny, but I love it. It's so cheesy. It's like old Star you could, Trek. <laughs> there there so were good. some old episodes legit like three years ago where me oh, and yeah. Disco Dracula would literally get, get ripped out of our minds, <laughs> watch an hour to two hours of that show. And then immediately start recording after it, just to like have like something quick to talk about. And I just remember some of those episodes were so bad. They were very fucking entertaining. If that makes you there feel like are any some better, bad fucking episodes in there. But you could say the same about Goosebumps. There were oh, some yeah. bad oh, yeah. fucking boys in there. It just like one of the stupid ones that stuck with me was just like the the camp one that's like three episodes, and like the, where the weird everything Halloween is fake mask. and the tw- and yeah, the and they're like, <laughs> they're going, it's just a movie. You're like, fuck you, fuck you. Well, the the main twist <laughs> is that they're really getting prepared to go to Earth. Yeah. Like, like it's camp for aliens yeah. pretending to be. Human. And I remember like, reading fuck that book off. too. It's <laughs> just so fucking retarded. <laughs> Like, just touche. I just remember, like, just spending, like, the whole time just like, oh my god, this is gonna be fucking crazy! It's gonna be a blow! You're like a little kid, like, this is gonna be a shit show! You're like, why? (laughs) Hello? Everything is fake. (laughs) Yeah. Everything is a lie. I don't like it. I am an alien. Like, that's that's probably, that alone, (laughs) like, that concept makes up, like, 50% of all goosebump twists. I mean, honestly, there was, um, like, choose your own storybooks that were a lot scarier than that. I, like... Oh, hell yeah. I don't know. Like, it... it, 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 it. <laughs> That's... There's so much there. There's so much to unpack. Um, but, uh, oh, I was going to say, too, even, like, yeah. uh, one of my first creepypastas that I ever, ever, ever heard before... Oh, tell me. Before, um, I heard of, uh, Channel Zero as, like, literally reading it in early forums was... Yeah. I believe, I've been thinking about this a lot the past few days, was, I believe it's called Arrows? But it's this whole story about um, some kids, like, uh, basically, like, a, trying to find, like, uh, a band kind of thing, like a show. 
and uh-huh. they were following um, glow in the dark arrows, and eventually it's it's not leading them to where like where they think they are going, and it's some creepy like fucked up shit. But they're like just in the dark, like at night, like after like some bar, just following arrows into this fucked up like creepy warehouse, and some shit goes down. We but, have like, never read that story before. It's it's honestly like one of the first things that I've I've ever read, and I don't even know what category it would be under at the time but it was just like early early fucking forums like prior like reddit kind of or like early reddit i guess i should say if i didn't have an episode planned i'd say we should read that because that sounds like fun but here's what i'll hold you to yeah yeah too i was just saying i'll hold you to this Some crazy shit if if you want, we will read that on your next episode. <laughs> I'll I will have to find f- it, honestly. I will find it. Okay, And touche. then we, we shall consume broke. it. <laughs> we will be one with the scary past. I've never heard of that one, though. I, I feel like most it, people's intro to the spooky world is usually a monster of some kind. So I feel like well, that's, that's pretty very cool ending, that you kind of stumbled upon that yourself. The very ending was, um, like, the, the warehouse was by a killer and, like, somebody had called the police and the police came in and the fucking killer fucked up the policeman and, like, I, I continued a little surprised to ascending, but, like, I mainly remember it because a, a friend of ours found it um, in college and he physically read it to us and I was like damn that's some shit like yeah what the fuck like just the imagery because there was only a single picture of it it was just like a cityscape with a whole bunch of like neon like black like or black light like green arrows mm-hmm. but I know what you're talking about I feel like I've yeah, had yeah. that experience um I, feel I like think there's that's like, awesome. Stupidly, I'm thinking of like a, a movie later related to it. It's like it's, it's something rabbit, something. <laughs> something the, rabbit. What, something. It's like secret, secret rabbit band. I don't know. It's some stupid shit. Like some kids are fucking just. I feel like <laughs> it has Michael Sarah in it. Oh, is that the the Nick and Nora's Infinite playlist? Oh, maybe that is. Yeah, that is. Thank you. Because I'm terrible, <laughs> like actor, actress, movie names. I'm like that all, movie all that with like the dude was chasing, with the thing chasing bands with Michael Sarah, and I was like, oh, that, I know that movie. I got it. I know that movie. On point. I um. I I like that you told me about your your creepypasta origins because we all start somewhere, and and I I'm happy to say that the this show has also been many people's entryway to the oh, yeah, genre. That's there, for sure. there were so many people who haven't been on this show before who sit down and then either have a you know a, an eye-opening experience or a genuinely enjoyable experience because you know they're they're experiencing something that they didn't know existed. And I would say for the most part as much as a shit show as the internet can be, I would say <laughs> yeah. more than 50% of the stuff is actually pretty good. It's actually pretty cool. It's it's honestly I found that you almost have to like find troll pastas sometimes, but then it's like like I was really big into last podcast really really for like the listener pasta episodes and that's what really also attracted me to lots of pasta. I, I, I hope so, so because that's exactly this. That's what gave me the idea. Dude, I, was, I fucking love it though. Yeah, I was literally sitting there going. <laughs> I was sitting there going, "Here, here are guys I love just getting high and reading scary <laughs> stories." And I was like, "And that's not even their show. It's yeah. just a facet of their show, and they don't so do it often." And I was no. like, 
that can be more. its own thing. And I was like, what if I do like a variety hour where I just have someone different on every fucking episode and we read random shit? And here we are three years later, yeah. still doing the fucking thing. Hey, and I'm still listening. It'll be and you're, weird and you're fucking myself. here now. Oh, in, don't in like don't be that guy. You already have <laughs> videos of you on the internet. Yeah, no, that's um, true. I hear myself. If you want to check him out, literally, my if you want to check him out, repeat. just go to YouTube and check out Glitch Blob. Uh, yeah. I have seen him uh, review many things on there that we've talked about on the show. Blair yeah, Witch, Doom. <laughs> the Blair Witch is just me. There, being a there's fucking so troll. much. Don't shit. watch that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's, but uh, there's, there's like good uh, stuff there. The, my biggest hit so far, and this is so stupid because it's like my second video, and I like, I'm not saying that I half-ass it, but I put a lot of like my main emotions into it. Yeah. And I was like, all right, cool, I'm done, and it's like immediately over two thousand like our views, and I'm just like, yes, like fucking, rah! but like it, I'm still like, hello, what? Like, why everybody like we happy for you? Like, it, it was a good game, but it like it weirdly cut you off at it. Right. Uh, did you play it? No, like I, I remember. I re- no, no. Okay, to answer okay, that touche, question, touche. no, I have not. But that's totally understandable. <laughs> I know frowns. I I enjoyed the first couple hours, and then I hated the rest of it. And then uh, frowns, I believe, said that they did a lot of work to it. And then he went back and he played the new stuff. But I remember. I remember playing, like, the beta stuff and being like, oh, oh, this is cool, and then you get out into the world, and then it's like, you're on your own, yeah. and everything sucks. Yeah. I So, what the worst thing about the game, even, like, the aspect of the game feels really cool, but the game itself, <laughs> I'm just the person that fucking is stupid and spends every single fucking second into just side mission shit. <laughs> so I'm yeah. like, ooh, grandma wants tulips? Yeah, bitch, you're getting a hundred tulips! I'm like, all right, we're now getting tulips now. But, like, I just maxed out one single character, and then it switches you to uh, a housewife that you literally have to go back and constantly keep, keep like, check on your child. And then yeah. uh, an old man that you have to constantly <laughs> use insulin because you're diabetic. And it's just, <laughs> like, you, like, go from, like, this little weak dude that you maxed down, and he's, like, ho-ho, like, in my head, and then they're just, like, nah, you, you mine. <laughs> You can't have that. Yeah. Okay. That's my rant. <laughs> no, you're allowed you're allowed <laughs> the platform. You're allowed the critique. I I didn't experience enough of it to, to really have like what I would consider like a valid opinion. I would really have to go back and and try to absorb all the material in like one go because my my view is f- few and far in between of various things right now. Um, I I am currently playing through, and this might be an admission for the YouTube, um, but I am recording it. Um, probably my fifth or sixth playthrough of Last of Us. Oh, okay. And um, I'm going to put that up on the YouTube at some point. And I... No matter what, I... Just I have a hard time playing that game sometimes. <laughs> there, there it's are just fucking difficult too. There are times where I feel like I am the luckiest guy in the world, and everything <laughs> I'm trying to do is working perfectly. And I've 
I remember maybe my first time going through the game, um, I just got lucky so often, um, sneaking around and trying to get around shit and killing only certain things while, you know, skimping on others. And, and now I'm just like, I'm just like, oh, fuck. Like I, I completely (laughs) like the person I was when I played this, when the game came out is so vastly different from the person I am now based on the games I've played recently. And I just think like, oh man, this is like a fucking wake up call. (laughs) <laughs> no i so i just oh my fucking god i i have the uh, such awkwardly same feels for you right now i just uh game pass just put out uh kingdom hearts 1.5 and 2.8 yeah so it has like all of the fucking final like everything like everything that's important and i've just like been playing like the just replaying Kingdom Hearts 1, and I'm just like, oh my god, I remember all the things that you used, and I was like, uh, 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 oh my god. But, but are you having so a hard time? It, yeah, dude, it's, it's, fucking, it's fucking weird, because I remember, like, even at the beginning island, I would sit there with fucking Waka, and just, like, <laughs> hit his Blitzball back for tech points. Yeah. Yeah. For fucking years, and I would like leave the island level thirty, and I'd go to Traverse Town, and I'd be like, because <laughs> I would just choose the level everything. up really. Yeah, no, basically. Um, but it was, it was, like, kind of my second playthrough that I started doing that. I just... It was one of those weird games that I just played too much, like like PS1 Star Ocean and shit like that. But right. It's just, like, one of those games that no matter what, you just grind out. And it's also weird because I'm playing on Xbox. So I keep thinking, right. like, Ragnarok, Triangle. And I keep seeing yellow, Y, and I'm like, it's wrong! And I, like, don't want to <laughs> press it. It just doesn't feel right. It's just strange. And just the, I literally keep going to use my thumb on the downward joystick, and I I, I have both consoles. Like I, I'm used to using, switching between, but I'm, it just I see Kingdom Hearts and I want to like reach down for the right. PlayStation analogs. Right. Like it's because so that's retarded. what that's what you remember. That's what you yeah. spent years experiencing. You're you're right there. I've I've literally I done the same thing. The intro song. Right. Carry <laughs> oh Utada, bro. Oh my fucking god. Beautiful, beautiful. There, there are times where where so frowns, sleep. frowns is like sitting there, and he says something like super offensive to me, away. and I'm like, "Don't you walk <laughs> away? You <laughs> can't you hear me <laughs> yeah. Please." Oh my god, no! Don't even give me to it. I literally like just screamed that. Like I realized my windows were open yesterday, and I would just fucking scream singing this song. <laughs> and I like looked down, and somebody's literally staring at me from the street. I was like, "Oh yeah, my bad guy." It's like you tell was... him to shut the fuck up. And <laughs> yeah, shut up, guy. What you doing? You don't get it. <laughs> you don't know who I am. <laughs> I think. Okay. Uh, I think oh, we've we've definitely introduced you. Glitch Blob, yeah. I feel like we've we have definitely <laughs> meandered a ways, but I think we have something uh, relatively meaty for the audience today. Um, if if you'll allow me to speak about it just for a little bit, um, I gave Glitch some options of what we do today, <laughs> and I vaguely described them as uh, first option. You are playing a bunch of characters, and we're switching off on multiple parts. And then the second option is, you will be playing three characters, and I will be reading 
the majority of the story because it's mostly conversations between the narrator and three different people. And then when I explained what they were about, <laughs> it made you decide. It made you decide phone? to do unknown caller. And unknown phone? caller is is solely your purpose of picking oh, it. Fuck. Just to be the who was phone guy on the other end of the line. So, so I've been thinking about it now, though. Really, I need to like, I don't know. I need to like pick like three like decent voices. You know what I'm saying? I need to do like not a I Batman think you, voice. I think for you the need to feel it. Is what you need yeah. to feel. I, I feel if like... you read all three of the them the same, I'd say good. <laughs> if you <laughs> if, if you read all three of them with no, even a modicum that. of emotion, I would be like better. And if you <laughs> if you read each of them in a completely robust different accent, I would say fuck. See, but I also don't want to like. I was I already like I, okay. This, I was testing out voices earlier. Okay, all right. And my girlfriend gave me shit on the Batman voice, so I should not, we're not doing Batman. But I might get to Batman, so I'm just warning Batman. What, right what did she say about Batman? <laughs> She's like, you're just not going to be happy with your voice tomorrow. I'm like, no, but like, if I do that, all the strangers like, hey, what are you doing? This is my that's, justice. It's darkness. She's like, you're going to be sad, though. That's like, no, so it'll funny. Be cool. That's so funny. Um, I'll leave that up to you. I don't, I don't yeah. know if... Um, I don't know how much, even though I highlighted it, I did it backwards so that I don't know what the story is. Oh, I see. Um, so <laughs> I, I, I don't fine. know how much the antagonist talks, let's, but there, let's scroll down. There are certain twists, and and he is he is in red. Um, um, I also was. I'm also honestly very terrible at accents, so I feel like. <laughs> I don't know. I started earlier with like I was like no like I'll just do like a uh like a southern voice for like the hetero dude and I was like all right cool like that'll be fine and I was like I feel like that'll just turn to me just doing like hey would you I don't even know like <laughs> I'm just gonna I, am I just switching out of like a just general you, dude you so are thinking <laughs> you are thinking way too much your yeah. standards are way too <laughs> high right now but you gotta send them high you gotta send them do, do you know how fucked up we've been on this show before? Oh, oh yeah. No, I've we've heard been, it. I've been we've there. We've been <laughs> illiterate. We've been awful on this show. So you read however you're going to read, man. And that's just, that's for you and for you alone to think about. Because well, even, I, because you do it, and my answer is yes. <laughs> because even, again, prior talking about this, my girl was just like, no, I mean, at least you're not going to just, like, intro with just, like, where am I? So, like, <laughs> all right. <laughs> so, that's really, she's like, as long as you don't, like, just scream into the mic like that immediately off the bat, I think you're good. That's like, fair. Right, good talk. <laughs> that's fair. It was a good he, pep uh, talk. He, he definitely <laughs> makes his presence known. Oh, yeah. Has a very good <laughs> announcer voice, though. <laughs> So the story we are reading today is called Unknown Caller, and I got the um, the vague idea of a, like, when a stranger calls sort of vibe <laughs> okay. from it when I was skimming it uh, earlier for, for the color coding. Um, and uh, I, I just gotta ask, have you ever uh, read that book, heard that story, or seen any of the movies? 
Um, yeah, I was gonna say there's so many fucking movies. It's um, there are several adaptations. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen like the initial one because my grandpa used to record a shit ton of like just random shit on VHS. Uh huh. Like if anything was going on TV, he'd be like, "There's nope. a good one from the '80s." Yeah, 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 and I, I, I like vaguely remember that, but it's more of like, <laughs> just I feel like there is a lot of uh, uh, Reddit adaptations of exactly. Of, oh, fuck. not saying exactly like, this, like but the, like the 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 call is coming <laughs> yeah, from the inside the, the house. house. Yeah, exactly. You know, like that's that's a classic Who twist. Phone? Yeah, who sorry. was phone? <laughs> I will not drop it. <laughs> you no, we let it. we're getting it out of the way right now because <laughs> oh, you me. and your honey are making out on the couch when all of a sudden the phone rings, <laughs> ring, ring. You pick it up and it says. But who was phone? I don't know the whole thing. You and just then, said that, but I, and yeah, then I it, it says, "What are you doing with my daughter?" And then you turn to your girl and you say, "It's your dad." She looks at you and said, "My dad is dead." <laughs> then who was phone? Honestly, it's it's more of a I've heard the goddamn story like a million fucking times. <laughs> <laughs> like on every single because you know what i'm saying like I, i've also filtered through my fair share of all the other scary pasta uh creepy pasta, everything of the sort podcasts and uh not degrading some of them but when you just hear the same person's voice like in like a monotone way like the stories are good but you just like you're like i can only listen to so much and it makes <laughs> i just want to cry a little bit and like every single one just like the third or like one of the early stories is always who was phone i'm like hello are you just trolling me right now <laughs> like you're literally just trolling me hello <laughs> i thought i was just a creepy process uh, it's it's the truth though because everyone touches it it is a yeah. uh, it is a small very, very and, universal. and fun fun little trope um that has been exploited across the interwebs um yeah. unknown caller is a story from reddit no sleep but who was Phil? Perfect. Okay. So I'm going to read everything that is in black. And when we start to get to colors, just remember, you don't need a key or anything. Just remember, blue boyfriend, red bad guy, green hetero friend. Think of lightsabers, okay. if you will. Touche. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's a good so, idea. So this is... Uh, this is hopping into the to the story we're reading on the episode today. It is called Unknown Caller, and this one is from Reddit No Sleep. Instead of instead of my name, uh, you can continue to call me Nicole, Nick. Um, but uh, it's Nick it's Nick and Nicole, which is awkward for the storytelling purposes. But um, but we'll just everyone listening assume I am a woman. It shouldn't be hard. <laughs> Listen to my voice. I met my then-boyfriend, Nick, online, which was a little awkward to explain to my parents at the time. I'm from the South, and technology doesn't really get around like it does out here on the West Coast. They weren't really comfortable with the idea at first, but after they met him, they really warmed up to the idea of us dating. We did the long distance thing for about three months and then decided that we had something really special. And I moved across the country 
to live with him. Uh, red flag for everyone. Don't fucking do that. <laughs> we moved like into an. <laughs> we moved into an apartment together the day I arrived here in the sunny state, and it was really great. I like to rhyme to pass the time. <laughs> it was the first time I've lived without my parents, and I had a really good time setting the place up to be home. I wasn't working yet, but Nick was, so I spent most of my time looking for a job and playing housewife. Sexy housewife. Right around the time I'd been here for a month, he started working the graveyard shift. And that's when things started getting a little weird. But I didn't see the signs until much later. I mean, you literally just met the guy, and I was working grave shifts, and you're like, Oh, no, it's fine, honey. No, just go. No, you're good. It was a Friday night, and Nick was getting ready to leave for work. I'd planned a nice, relaxing evening of movies and chatting online. <laughs> fucking what? What's yeah, I was like, what, no, she's just like, she, what? Like she's watching, like watching apps? some dude just like fucking beat beat his meat I mean, on like uh, those old chat say, webs. I was gonna say it makes me feel like AIM. <laughs> That's true. AIM. <laughs> yeah. As I'd spend the entire week applying and interviewing for jobs, he gave me the customary kiss and a hug, and left for the wallboard plant almost directly across the street from our complex. I settled in with Lady and the Tramp, one of my very favorites. I am a nine-year-old girl. Yeah, and, a like, hot cup <laughs> and a hot cup of decaf. I am now an alien. A few hours later, having finished my movie, I was talking online with my hetero friend, Seth. He was ragging on me, as per usual, uh, and he absolutely does not want to sleep with me. Uh, for my love of Disney movies. When the phone rang. I looked at the time on my taskbar and wondered who would be calling me at 2 o'clock in the morning. And then suddenly, had the worry that something had happened to Nick at work. I answered the phone, a little confused. Hello? I asked. Hey, is Nicole there? A male voice responded. The timber was low and somewhat scratchy, and vaguely New Yorker. This is she, I stated, still confused. May I ask who is calling? No, you cannot ask. He sounded a little amused. Uh, okay, are you calling from Cock Corp? <laughs> That's where my boyfriend That's literally what Nick works at? A Cock Corporation, I inquired? Who the fuck is that? He asked aggressively, scaring me a little. I think perhaps you have the wrong number. Who are you calling for? I asked politely, a little rankled at his tone. I told you I'm calling for Cock Corp. I'm calling, <laughs> calling for Unicole. Who's this man, Nick, and why are you talking to him? I thought you understood that wasn't okay. His words were short and clipped, as if giving me a command. Well, listen here, fuckface, it's 2020. No one tells a straight white woman what to do. <laughs> I think you Snaps. have the wrong number. Goodbye, I hang up quickly, <laughs> cutting off the last syllable. Goodbye. The next hour went Bye. by slowly. <laughs> Bye. And I couldn't <laughs> determine whether I was scared, angry, hungry, 
or all three. Or horny. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is the, that like, is the quad. <laughs> Who the hell... Who the hell was that? You don't talk to people that way, whether or not you know them, and I certainly didn't know him. After coming to the realization that I was pretty pissed, but more scared than anything, I wrestled with the idea of telling Nick. I didn't want him to think of me as a scared little girl, because I said I'm nine, but at the same time, the guy sounded actually scary, demanding. Remembering the way he said that wasn't okay made goose prickles pop up all over my arms okay. and neck. I decided that regardless of what he thought of me, Nick needed to know. And the next afternoon, after Nick got up and showered, I asked him if we could talk. What's up, lady? He looked at me curiously, <laughs> picking up my serious tone. I had a phone call last night around two in the morning. It was really weird. I started flexing my fingers, and my agitation is palpable. I clench my fists to make it stop. Remembering the phone <laughs> Anime call. Anime moment. Makes, yes! <laughs> Emotion! <laughs> makes me feel scared all over again. And I have a strong gut feeling that something bad is happening. What's wrong? Concern lines his face, and he takes one of my hands and strokes it with his thumb. I feel a little better just from the contact. Ooh. Twenty minutes later, after explaining the phone call and how I felt, he looks at me full in the face. I know you're not some timid little girl, so don't worry about that. Thank you for telling me, but I don't think you're going to like my advice. I think His... I'm doing, like, Ethan. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm okay with it. His <laughs> okay. expression is apologetic, and I already know that what he's going to say. No, I reply adamant. I'm not calling the police. It was just a stupid phone call. And then his face becomes stern. Nicole, it just took you 20 minutes to articulate a 30-second phone call. It's obviously disturbing to both of us. Also, you heard alone at night. I need to know you're safe when I'm not here. I know you can handle yourself. <laughs> Wait, hold on. But I also know it takes one foot to kick in a window and be in this apartment. I know from personal experience. <laughs> Somewhat ashamed, I say, I know, it just feels silly. I know it does. He says, hugging me. But I'd rather you feel a little silly than a little raped. Great! Wow. What a good joke! <laughs> oh, there you go. The horror of the not, statement rings <laughs> in my head and I frown. <laughs> That's not entirely funny, I grin despite myself trying to make light. We agree. I mean, how do you make rape light? I know. Really is there like a rape just like, light? Just like, ha ha. Be like, you're a dude. You're he a breaks you're in a and bag. makes you take all your clothes off, but he doesn't touch you. Is that like rape light? <laughs> Aggressive staring. Aggressive staring. Yeah, that's that's a form of rape light. <laughs> Jesus. We agree to call the police, and so I do as he's getting ready for work. The conversation doesn't go as well as he'd hoped, and the officer on the phone doesn't take me seriously. She collects some random information along with my address and phone number, all the while speaking in a, oh my god, who cares type of tone. I hang up, angry and dejected. By the time Nick leaves for work that night, I'm already anxious. Will there be another phone call? Will I be okay? Did I lock the door when he left? Is the chain in place? Where is the largest sharpish object in the house? I was, I was gonna say something like, What are the full 11 herbs and spices used in KFC's mix? Around Where midnight. Is this, my spices? 
Where is she? Around midnight, I end up falling asleep from sheer exhaustion. When I wake up three hours later, I realize that I've psyched myself up so much I've ended up making a mountain out of a molehill. I tell myself the whole situation is hilarious, yeah, and so I sit funny. down at so my computer stuff. to regale the whole ridiculous story to my friend, my hetero friend, Seth. <laughs> As I'm typing it out, he's laughing at me and my phone rings. I look at the clock nine minutes after three o'clock in the morning and my gut tightens. Hello? I try to sound more confident than I feel. My voice wavers a little. Anyway. Nicole, are you okay, honey? Nick asks, worry thick in his words. Oh, hey, uh, yeah, it's just so late and I thought, but yeah, I'm good. Having a nice nap, just chatting with Seth now. How's work? I try to play off the tension, mentally and physically shaking myself. It's a little slow. I thought I'd call and see how you were. I know you're normally up until at least four or five. No weird phone calls in. He sounds tired. A little stressed. Well, now that you mention it, this one crazy guy just called me at 3 a.m. And oh no, he's still on the phone. <laughs> I pitch my voice low, mock creepy. Do you think he's crazy? I stifle a laugh. Jesus. He snorts. Go back to chatting. I'll see you when we wake up tomorrow. Love you. Click. He hangs up, clearly amused. I congratulate myself <laughs> on my cleverness and finish relaying my story to hetero friend Seth. Nicole. Oh shit, that's my name. So anyway, <laughs> Thank you. this is now this is now me typing on my computer in the early nineties. Oh, yeah, yeah, touche. So anyway, I basically am retarded. I think. I don't know, it sounds a little creepy to me. I'm glad you called the police. Nick said the same thing, but I still feel a little silly. It's not like I know the guy or anything. I think it was just a random call from someone who has issues. Probably, or he's outside your window right now. Not amusing, sir. Incorrect, I'm very amusing. Incorrect, you are very stupid. Incorrect! I am highly sought after comedian of epic proportions. Your tiny mind cannot comprehend amusingness. Amusingness? <laughs> Shut up, it's a word! Right. I don't think Miriam would agree. Webster's cool anyway. Sec, Nick is calling again. BRB. I go to pick up the phone again, cheerful this time, and on my BRB. way. Be right back. On the way across the room, I note it's raining pretty heavily outside. I see a few flashes off in the, in the distance, but I don't hear anything. I find the little mini storm calming. What's up, lover cakes? I ask, grinning into the phone. Miss me? Of course, darling. Why else would I call? The voice on the other end of the line isn't Nick, and the blood in my veins freezes. Whoa! <laughs> the creepy vibe this time is tenfold, and I know in my heart that this man is going to hurt me. All from those eight words, fear rapidly morphs into anger, and I grip my teeth against the sudden upspike of blood pressure. You need to stop calling me, I say my tone hard. And after a shocked beat, he says, 
Excuse me? Don't you dare speak to me that way, you fucking whore! His words are low and threatening. How dare you stand there looking like a disheveled transient speaking to me that way? He nearly <laughs> yells. I decide to hang up. <laughs> I decide to hang up right there as thunder peals in the distance. I push the end button on the handset and immediately pull the cord out from the wall. My heart hammers. I'm shaking visibly. I sit down at my computer, and I immediately message my hetero friend Seth. It wasn't Nick. Dink from AOL. <laughs> Was it Mr. Creepy Pants? Yeah, except this time he wasn't Mr. Creepy Pants. More like Mr. Homicidal Maniac Pants. Now that's not a word. You okay? <laughs> yeah, but I don't. <laughs> Nick, Nick, it's there's missing a, a K, so it's Nick. Hey, you okay? Nick, oh, come on, you start to freak me out a little bit. Fuck. Weird slanty face. <laughs> Weird slanty face. <laughs> yeah. Question mark, question mark. Yeah. <laughs> I just realized. Hey. I just realized he said I looked like a disheveled homeless person or something. Are you gonna right take before that I hung up. There was thunder outside. He can see me. I just woke up from a nap and all rumpled or whatever. I heard the thunder through the phone, too. What the fuck do I do? Get out, Nick! Get over here out of home! Oh, yeah, hetero friend Nick, I bet you are. No, I can't go outside. What if he's still there? <laughs> okay, call the police right now. Best be having two minutes, too. Are you sure it's the same? Are you sure it's the same thunder? Are you sure it's the same thunder? <laughs> Yes, I'm sure. Okay, calling now. Please don't leave, okay? I'm here! Go call him! Okay, I'm dialing now. On the phone still? Yeah, sec. Still talking. Almost done. Okay, they said that they're on their way over. They're gonna send a car. Officer will identify himself when he knocks, they say. Okay, keep talking to me till they're there. Don't leave me hanging. Okay, I'm okay, I think. I don't, I don't, oh, I don't know how he saw me. The windows are all covered with blackout shades, and they're all closed. Are the gaps on the sides? <sighs> yeah, probably. Don't worry, he's probably gone now. Okay, slanty face. Maybe I should call Nick. Probably a good idea. Don't forget to message me every few minutes, every few seconds, right up until the cops get there, aight? Okay, let me call Nick's work. Take your time. I mean, every few minutes at least. A few seconds, that'd be nice too. You know, tell me when the cops are here. You know, you don't say anything for longer. You know, you don't say anything longer for a few minutes. I'm coming over. You calm down, hetero friend Nick. You ain't coming anywhere. Oh, bazinga. Thanks. I'm okay. It's ringing now. It's okay. I'm still here. Still talking? I'm waiting. The guy that answered the phone said he'd go get Nick. The most cliche answer ever. Just KK. Right. <laughs> Damn, slanty face. Apparently they can't find Nick. He's up in the mixer somewhere. They said they'll have to call me back. Okay, you still okay? I guess. I feel sick. Wait, the cops are here. Sec. Look through the people first, please. KK, BRB. Everything okay? Yes, talking to cop. I'm here slash okay. KK, tell me when he leaves, though. Okay. He's gone. 
He said he didn't see anything weird outside. No one is sitting in any cars or anything. He took down my info, said he and his partner are in the area a lot at night. He was really nice. He gave me his card with his cell phone in the case I, I need to call. He said they'd drive by a few times at night when they're on duty. Well, that's nice of him. You sure you, sure you all right? I can be I can be over there in just like two sec two shake two shakes of dog tail. No, my mean. hetero friend Nick, it's okay. <laughs> it's getting late, and I should probably try to sleep. I have an interview at ten a.m. in Walnut Creek. Okay, call me again if something happens. I can't get off of Nick. I'll be right over. <laughs> Just doing terrible voices. Okay, thanks. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Let you know how the interview went. Okay, good night. Night. And that Bye. is where the AIM wonderful storytelling stops and we resume <laughs> our regularly scheduled broadcast. We should have just like Microsoft Sam that. <laughs> hello, hello, hello. Yeah. For the rest of the early morning, I tried to sleep and couldn't even manage to rest. At seven o'clock, I heard Nick come in from work and he hadn't called me back. I figured he'd gotten the messenger was busy. When he came in, I pretended to be asleep because I didn't want to go through all of that again. And over the next few weeks, the phone rang almost every night between midnight and 4 a.m. I didn't answer it anymore, and after the fourth night of it ringing, I kept the phone on silent. On the fifth night, I had caller ID installed so I could pick up the phone if it was Nick, and every time it rang through, it always just said caller unknown. After two weeks, Nick and I started fighting about really small and stupid shit. Suddenly, during an argument one day, he stopped mid-sentence and looked at me. What's wrong with you? He asked more concerned than angry. Nothing, I'm fine. Why do you even care where I put my dirty clothes? I asked, annoyed. <laughs> You're not fine. We've been arguing over stupid shit for a while, and that's not where you put your dirty clothes. Or the dishes not being done that's bothering either of us. What's wrong? His tone is exasperated, but I can tell by his face that he's concerned. I sigh heavily, feeling all the anger flood out of me. You know... That weird call I got a while ago. Yeah, that dude that was like yelling at you. Did he call again? He tilts his head, concerned and a little angry. Well, yeah, he did. The night after that, he called. And a few things he said really scared me, like he could see me or something. And I heard thunder both through the phone and outside. And at the same time, I look away ashamed and haven't told him this yet. He stares at me like he's seeing a blue elephant in the middle of a china shop. Why didn't you tell me that, Nicole? You should have told me that. He looks angry but moves across the room to hug me anyway. I know, but I called the cops that night. They came out, said they'd keep an eye on the house at night, and they work in this area. Seth said he'd come over. My hetero friend Seth said he'd come over if I couldn't get a hold of you at work. I'm talking to his shoulder and trying to hold myself together. Why didn't you call me that night when it happened, honey? He squeezes hard, and it hurts my ribs a little, but the feeling is nice nonetheless. I, I did. I talked to someone who said you were up in the mixer and thought that you'd call me back. I guess you were busy. I didn't get the message. I'm sorry. I wasn't there for you. God. He looks down at me, and his face goes serious. Is there anything else you haven't told me? God. He, the guy, I mean, he, he <laughs> called after that. 
How many times? Uh, every night since then, usually between 12 <laughs> and 4 in the morning, I say sheepishly. He sighs, clearly disappointed, but still worried. Okay, we're going to change our number right now. I'm going to call AT&T and get it changed. I sit on the couch we don't have Verizon. and breathe deeply. Relieved that I've told him. I scold myself for not doing it sooner, and his voice talking to the lady at AT&T is soothing. <laughs> I drift off to sleep after having so much stress taken away, and I dream that I'm Ariel from The Little Mermaid. Disney again. When <laughs> I'm a nine-year-old girl. When the dream turns weird, <laughs> I, I end up drowning. I wake up suddenly. Nick, I call out curious, and silence greets me. I look up on my desk and it's 8 o'clock and there's a note on the keyboard. Hey, sorry I didn't wake you. It reads in Nick's handwriting. And Microsoft Sam. <laughs> you look so tired when I got off the phone. The new number will go into effect tomorrow night. If the phone rings tonight, do not answer it! Wait until it stops and call me at work immediately. Love you! Bye-bye! <laughs> at the bottom is a seven-digit character I take to be our new number. Placing the note aside, I open up Seth's IM window and tell him about it. As per the use, he makes sarcastic jokes about how I'm so popular I have to change my number. <laughs> the night goes on without an issue and until a few minutes after 4am. I had crawled into bed a little early and was reading my favorite Harry Potter book for the third time. I had just gotten it earlier that month. Like any true fangirl, I was totally hooked. Right during the part when Harry is walking down the dark hallway watching for Snape's footprints on the Marauder's map, I heard an odd noise outside the sliding glass door that leads from our bedroom to the patio. It was Voldemort! <laughs> figuring, <Surprise. laughs> figuring it for a stray cat, I left food out for that night. I didn't think much of it. It sounded like scratching on pavement, and besides, the patio was surrounded by an eight-foot wall. No one would be able to scale eight feet without making a lot of noise. No one besides a cat, anyway. The scratching stopped and I returned to my book. I fell asleep, dreaming about gillyweed and house elves. <laughs> she getting high as fuck. She's nine years old. A few <laughs> hours later, oh I woke up to the plastic bags rustling in the living room. I went out and saw Nick bagging something up through the sliding glass door next to the couch. Both glass oh. doors went out to the same patio, so I went back to the bedroom and put on my robe. I stepped out the door and greeted him with a <coughs> smile. Hey, what's up? What's that? I tried to peer into the bag. Oh, it's a, it's, it's, it's not, is it a body? It's, it's not, it's just garbage. It's not a body. I just blew, it just, the garbage is blue. It's not a body. The gap under the wall, it's not a body. It's the wall gap. The wall, the gap, the thing got bigger. Is the thing of the wall got bigger? There's not a body. He answered a little shifty. I was immediately <laughs> suspicious. I looked around and noticed the whole patio area is wet, like he hosed it down. Like, yeah, it's not a body. Yeah, but like not big enough for something like what you've got in that bag to blow under. What is it? It looks heavy, like it's not trash. I reach for the bag and he jerks it away. Okay, look, I told you it's not a body, okay? You just keep saying that you think that it's a body, but it's not a body. He wipes his hand down his face, and uncharacteristic sign of stress. What? 
What's wrong? I ask, reaching for the bag again, and he jerks it away a second time and holds out a placating hand. Nicole, I'm not I'm not gonna tell you that that we're no, this isn't about you. I'm not gonna tell you what we're doing today, and then I'm not gonna tell you why this is about you, because it's not about you. Just listen. I need you to go take a shower, get dressed, not talk about this body, then start packing your clothes right now. Just listen, okay? He asks again as I try to interject. No, no, no. I said start packing your clothes. This isn't a body. We're going to have to go get some guys from work to come over here because this isn't a body and help us with this, not this body furniture. What? I asked. <laughs> where, where are we going? We're going to have to stay with mom for a while because of this body. Wait, I didn't. I already called her. She knows that we're coming because we killed. I killed. Uh, we we need to get another apartment now. Did you lose your job? I asked, confused, sympathy creasing my eyebrows. And I step forward to give him a hug and he steps back quickly, keeping the bag away from me. No, listen, I'll get the blood on you. No, I need to. Ah, God damn it. I need her to take a shower and get dressed. I promise I'll explain after I've taken care of this. He motions to the bag, keeping it out of my reach. Still confused, I comply. I shower and dress quickly and meet him in the kitchen. He's washing his hands and his face is marred with stress. So, what? Please explain. I'm getting really frustrated and anxious. I put my hands on my hips but keep my shoulders down. I'm a little annoyed, but the look on his face has me worried. Sit down. He says as he's drying his hands. He's getting in between his fingers under the nails. He's drawing out the process, but finally he sits next to me on the couch. I'm just going to tell you without pre preamble or without any sort of drama. I came home this morning. That stray cat you fed, the little calico one, he was on the, he was on the porch out there. He was dead. I didn't kill him. He'd been, I don't know, taken apart. And there were parts of him. It was all over the place. His voice is soft, low, like he's trying to tell me without being upsetting. I can feel my face contorting into horror first and then sympathy for the little kitten. I wasn't sure, but he had been less than a year old. I'd have taken him in entirely, but the complex didn't allow animals, and my heart breaks knowing he must have been scared when it happened. Did he get attacked by like, like a dog or something? I ask, knowing his body language, tone of voice, and heaviness of his words, that the question is ludicrous. No, someone hurt him. There were numbers written on the glass backwards so you could read them from the inside. It was our new phone number. They were kind of painted on some leaves. I think in probably red paint. He's, he says the last part quickly, and I know that he means blood. He means the little, <laughs> the little kittens blood all at once i feel like i'm trapped in a cage mr mr creepy uh, pants <laughs> the moniker rings in my ears and i laugh suddenly despite myself and his voice comes back to me and it feels like sandpaper in my e in my ears this doesn't happen though not like that it starts with phone calls and then it goes from there it doesn't go from phone calls to murdering animals in less than three weeks this is not how this goes i say frustrated this is fucking crazy and nick looks at me desperately at a loss for words okay i'm packing now i move away and i pass by as he catches me up in a hug sorry just go, go back i move away now goodbye okay bye, bye. <laughs> 
I'm going to keep you safe, okay? Safe, safe, okay? I will do everything I can to keep you safe. He holds I... tight, like I'm gonna break apart, and I feel like that might be true. He could just be crazy. He knows my name, but that's all he knows, right? Maybe he got it from our trash. A piece of mail. He doesn't know much more than that. And Nick is quiet, just holding me. That night, Nick calls in sick to work, and we continue packing. By the time 2 a.m. rolls around, we're mostly done, having feverishly worked to get everything we owned back into boxes they were taken out of in such a short time ago. We were both tired and hungry, so we decided to make a post-midnight run to Jack in the Box. <laughs> I'm addicted to their crappy tacos. Dude, if you're gonna get tacos, go get tacos. Smell the bell! Let's just crack. Shit. We'd already <laughs> dismantled the kitchen table, so we ate slowly and sleepily on the living room floor. Just as I'm finishing the last jalapeno popper, the phone rings. I freeze with the morsel halfway to my mouth, and my stomach clenches. All the food I just ate, including deliciously misnamed tacos, try to crawl up my esophagus. <laughs> Before I can do anything else, Nick is suddenly up off the floor, anger lining his face, and as he storms over to the phone, I can see his fists held hard at his side. He reaches forward, rips the phone off the hook, and screams into it. Who is this and why the fuck are you calling? Who was phoned? <laughs> From the other end of the line, I hear silence and then muffled words. Nick's face blanches and he slams the phone back on the receiver. He turns to me, looking somewhat surprised. Uh, oops, wrong, wrong, wrong number. I just scared the shit out of a 90-year-old lady. <laughs> Despite the tension that has built up in the last few seconds, this just seems utterly hilarious to me. I burst out laughing, nearly crying from a hysteria, and he starts to laugh too, and I'm pretty sure we're just caught up in the sheer stupidity of the moment giggling at each other. It's the first time in the last month I've had a genuine laugh, and I tell him so. He's helping me off the floor, and he says, It's good to see you smile. It's <laughs> This is going to turn out okay, even though I almost killed an old lady. His face is genuine, but I can see there's a lot he's not saying. I decide I just don't want to know, and we head to bed. He checks the doors and windows for a second time right before he lies down and I'm asleep before he's done adjusting the blankets. What seems like several hours later, I wake up to a hand pressed tight over my mouth and my lips are digging into my teeth. I reach up to pry the hand off and at the same time I open my eyes to see Nick's face hovering next to mine. His eyes are wide and his other hand is holding a single finger up to his mouth. I relax somewhat and nod. He removes his hand and I mouth the words, What's going on? He shakes his head and then motions towards the sliding glass door across the room. The moon seems bright, and I can see the silhouette of the cherry tree behind our patio, and next to it is the shadow of a tall person, standing motionless. My first reaction is a little deer in the headlights, and for a moment I'm all but incapacitated by fear. Ice seems to coat my skin, and when I feel a sharp pain on my thigh, I look down to see my nails have cut into my leg. I turn to look at Nick, and he's slowly moving out of the bed, reaching for something out of sight. The shadow against the door moves, as if it's walking closer to the door itself, and I'm quietly moving from the bed to the door. The phone is on the counter across the hall, but I notice that in order to get there, I'd have to walk in front of the glass door to the living room, where the vertical blinds are open. So I stop, unsure of what to do. 
and turned back to see Nick with a tire iron in his hand about to open the door to the patio. I tense and hiss out, no, right before the door opens. The tire iron comes down, but before it makes contact with anything, the man on the patio reaches out and punches Nick in the throat. <laughs> Jesus he gasps, losing his grip on the iron, and stumbles back. Immediately, I turn and run towards the phone. My hands are shaking so badly I'm not sure I can dial, but I manage to punch out nine and then one before I'm grabbed from behind. I felt a hard thump on the back of my head, and I don't remember anything after that for several hours. I wake up, and the first thing I notice is that I'm cold all over. My head hurts and I try not to move around and give way the fact that I'm awake. I slowly take stock. I can't see. I'm freezing and my hands seem to be tied around something colder and hard. Like a penis. Yeah, I was like fucking straight giggity. I blink several times and I realize I'm hooded and naked. The floor is hard and rough under my right side. Suddenly the hood is ripped off and the dim light pours in, temporarily blinding my eyes. I'm not able to turn around and whoever removed the hood is behind me. I can hear his footsteps. After a moment of silence, I hear another set of footsteps and quiet murmuring some distance to my rear. I feel like this is the time I should be formulating a plan to get myself out of whatever mess I was in, but my only thoughts are for Nick. Is he okay? Is he here too? I don't see anyone else on the floor with me, but my range of view is limited. I close my eyes and silently promise myself that I'd find a way back to him. My resolve wavers momentarily when the footsteps start moving again, and a man's voice is speaking to me. It is a deep, familiar, and scratchy. Are you awake? He asks. I don't answer out of defiance, but also fear. A sharp kick lands on my left kidney and I gasp out of pain. Are you awake, horror? He demands. Yeah. <clears throat> yes, I stutter out through the pain. The concrete bites into my right hip as I try to roll backwards to look at him. I decide that if I'm going to die, or if he's going to hurt me, I will damn know what he looks like in the very least. His foot stops me from rolling, and he pushes my left shoulder flat into the ground. Don't move, bitch. I didn't say you can move. His voice is taking an oily quality, and frankly, it pisses me off. Fuck you. Get the fuck off of me, I scream, squirming, tearing a gash into my hip. Get off. My words are met with a hard kick right in the middle of my shoulder blades, and the wind is knocked violently from my lungs. I curl up trying to suck in air and my spine feels bent. Shut up. If you scream again, I'll remove your tongue. Do you understand? He asks, grasping the back of my neck firmly. Fuck off, I spit out, along with a little phlegm and blood. Fuck you and fuck off. My chest heaves and I'm still trying to get my breath. You've got a dirty mouth, you know. Perhaps I could put it to use. Bleh. Bleh. <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I've got a few interesting things like I could shove that in there. Uh, what do you think? Bleh. I'm sorry that you're a rapist. <laughs> it's okay. He asks, and he sounds genuinely curious. 
<laughs> what do you think? Of, what do you think about that? I stay silent, still trying to gather myself. I, I think about it. I'm just like, wait, what do you think? The pain in my back. I'm really just playing the voice. (laughs) The pain in my back is suddenly met with a sharp, deep pain in my calf, and I cry out. The pain lessens somewhat, but I can feel warm liquid running down my leg. If you scream again or fail to answer me, I will stab you more. What do you think about shoving something in your mouth? Answer me, you stupid bitch. Yeah, that doesn't make it better. (laughs) Answer me, you stupid bitch. (laughs) Answer me, you stupid bitch. Oh my god. His last words are punctuated with a sharp poke to my kidney, and again I gasp. I think whatever you put in there should probably be something you don't mind losing, asshole. I grip my teeth against the pain of the knife in my side, and I refuse to cry out again. Tears well up, but I stay quiet. Suddenly, I'm being lifted by my arms and the joints in my shoulders scream in agony and despite my stubbornness I involuntarily gasp in surprise and pain manners are something you need to learn bitch he rages jerking me around hard he keeps himself behind me and when I try to turn my face towards him he cuffs me hard around the head He starts moving forward, walking quickly, and I try to get my legs under myself so I'm not being dragged. I see that we're in a large room, but the ceiling is low, like someone has installed acoustic tiles. The floor is indeed cement, and it's like ice under my bare feet. I remember again that I'm naked, and my footsteps falter as I try to cover myself. I have a momentary crazy thought, wondering how the hell I forgot I was naked. The surreal nature of the moment becomes overwhelming and I lose track of where we're going for a few minutes. After what felt like an eternity, we're emerging from the building. The building is huge. I can see the shadow of it on the ground. The lot is mostly dirt, and I surmise that this must be a construction site of some sort, though I don't recognize the surroundings. When we're in the shadow of the building, perhaps 30 feet away from the door, he shoves me roughly to the dirt. Before I can even sit up, I feel a sharp prick on my neck. If you move, I will open your fucking jugular. He says matter-of-factly. The lack of sinister in his Uh voice is chilling, as if he's simply telling me a random fact one might learn on the Discovery (laughs) Channel. Going from rage just a few minutes before to this convinces me that this person I'm dealing with doesn't really have all of his eggs in one basket. (laughs) I stay still, and he removes the knife and moves back from me. I hear more murmuring, and I realize he's talking on the phone. Again, I assess my situation. Technically, I could stand up from the position I was half sitting, half lying down in, but I'm unsure of how far I'd get before he'd be able to tackle me. I let my muscles fall loose, keeping my head turned away. I lay fully on my right side again. As I'm listening, he's still talking on the phone, and I hear words like, Girl, take, asset. I decide whatever he's doing, I don't like it. This is the moment I realize my brain has gone fully into snark mode to combat the fear. Upon realizing this, the defiance fades a little, and I can feel the terror sliding into me like the knife did into my side. I twist a little and look at my left flank, blood is slowly oozing out out of the wound. This pisses me off again, because what the fuck? You don't just go stabbing people. How rude. (laughs) Again, this is- it's not funny. 
Again, the sassy defiance <laughs> floods in, and I can still hear him talking on the phone. I start thinking that no matter how far I get before he tackles me to the ground, it'll be farther than I am sitting here like a Christmas duck. I don't even like duck. My breathing slows. <laughs> Fuck ducks. My breathing slows so I can hear him better. From the cadence of his voice, he sounds somewhat agitated but not wholly angry. He also sounds like he's facing away from me. All right, then, I think. I can only focus on getting back to Nick. He said he'd keep me safe, but I'll be all kinds of damned before I let that duty sit fully in the realm of possibility. I'm a capable human being, so I decide to keep to help him keep that promise. He'll keep me safe, I know, but so will I. Slowly, so as to not draw attention, I pull my legs up, angling my feet, so my toes are pressing against the ground. I figure that once I start rising, he'll notice, so getting up is going to have to be done quietly, quickly, and in one smooth motion, like a Power Ranger. Anticipation, fear, anxiety, <laughs> determination, adrenaline, and bald terror pools in my stomach, and I feel like I want to cry. Tightening my stomach, I pull my arms in close behind me, and when I'm ready, I go into a roll onto my right knee, push myself up, and run like my life depends on it. I realize suddenly that it does, and my bladder lets go as my heart pounds. Unfortunately, I've not had anything to drink with all that salty jack-in-the-box quasi-food, so I don't make a mess. I'm silently thankful for this, because what would Nick think if I told him that during my own daring escape I peed myself? I stifle a laugh. Yeah, she's a yellow ranger. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> what am I doing? I'm procrastinating. I listen again, tense myself, and when I hear his voice again far behind me, I hope he's facing away. I really, really hope he is. Smoothly, and with great pain, I roll onto my knee. I get my left leg up, and my foot planted on the ground, and as I push up, all of my weight is on my left thigh. My side is bleeding heavily, and I can actually feel it running down my leg. With one long exhale, I push with my leg, and I'm suddenly standing. My head spins, and for one split nanosecond, I think I'm going to back down. But instead, I get angry. Because fuck all of this. Without looking back, I start moving toward, on, forward on the balls of my feet. One step. Two. I'm running now. Three, four, five. I hear him shout behind me, like a report from a rifle. His voice sends adrenaline running through me, and I sprint forward. I'm shaking all over, and my hands are numb behind me. It's hard to keep my balance without my arms out, but I run anyway. My life depends on this. I tell myself I can do this. I will do this. After approximately 30 yards across the dirt, I hear his running footsteps close behind me. The fear swallows me whole, and my legs feel numb, determined not to be the silly girl that trips and falls in her killer's path. I keep running for all my worth. Like every horror movie, though, for real. For real, though. <laughs> like, I'm almost... No. As I crest a small hill, I see a car parked in the distance. Perhaps... 50 more yards. 
The headlights are on, and it seems like a natural thing to me to run towards it, so I move slightly to my right, making a beeline for the vehicle. I realize then that the car might belong to the man chasing me, and I just as suddenly come to the conclusion that I don't care. If I can make it to the car and get in and lock the doors, I might have a chance. Otherwise, I'm out in the middle of nowhere, completely, completely nude, without even shoes. It's the car or nothing. So I run. My breath puffs out in great clouds in the cold air, and I can feel my lungs protesting. Usually it's about at this point that I'd stop and catch my breath for fear of an asthma attack. It's a little different when you're running for your life, however. This thought injects more grim determination into my stride, and I feel like a fucking gazelle. As I come closer to the car, maybe 25 or 30 yards away, I recognize the color, because it's a blue Saturn sedan, and my whole body sings with hope as I see the driver is standing next to the door. It's my hetero friend, Seth. Seth, I scream. Seth! My hetero friend, Seth! Over and over, I scream it. I hear my voice, and it sounds unnatural, shrill, and high. Please, Seth! The goal will you do? Oh my god, down! He yells with shock on his face. Without a word. <laughs> Get down now! Yeah. Do it! <laughs> it's the chopper! Do it, run! Run, Nicole, now! Now! I don't know where you're going, but get down! Now! <laughs> Without a word, I dropped the dirt, skidding across several feet from the momentum I was carrying in my run. And just as I hit the ground, a shot rings out behind me. The pain in my side suddenly comes back with raw vengeance, and the wind is knocked out of me, both from impact and sensation. The world is momentarily blurry, and as I'm trying to catch my breath, I know that I'm in the middle of an asthma attack. I try to slow down, just to get a little air, and it isn't working, and suddenly Seth is right next to me, frantically trying to help me up, and I hear running, and I realize that we're both being chased now. I see Mr. Creepypants. The misnomer is odd in my head now, no longer amusing. He's 20 yards away, closing in fast, and I get my feet under me, and I'm almost bodily thrown into Seth's car across the driver's seat and he dives in next to me and slams the car into reverse. In the seconds it takes me to orient myself, I look out the windshield and see him coming towards us with a gun raised. He fires once, twice, missing the car entirely and my eyes go wide. In the muzzle flash of the second shot, I can see his face. I see... Nick's face. Dun, dun, dun. Almost a week later, I'm in the hospital, and the police officer outside my door is standing at rapt attention like he's been in the last six days. Beside me is my hetero friend, Seth, looking at me like I'm broken. It's making me angry, or at least it would if I had the energy to be angry. He wasn't there. No, nor were there any signs of another car being present. They think they walked in and walked out again. The woods are thick on the other side of the building. He says this apologetically, like it's his fault that Nick got away. I'm quiet, not entirely sure of what to say, and finally I settle with, It's okay. He goes camping a lot. He's good with the outdoors. I doubt that they'll find him. You said there was someone on the patio the night he took you. Was someone else helping him? Do you see who it was? He asks, concerned. No, I never saw that person, just his shadow. He was tall, thin. 
He could be anyone, I guess. I close my eyes, the pain of betrayal even greater than that of my nicked kidney. I try to well the tears away, but they come anyway, completely oblivious to my wishes of not crying in front of Seth. He squeezes my hand and says, I'll go get you something to drink. I'll be right back. I pull the sliding table across the bed and turn on my laptop. And this is the point in my story where we come to present day. I lay here typing this and it's been hours since Seth left. I figure he had work and had to leave because he sent me a text saying he would be back tomorrow. I'm just not really sure what to make of all this mess. Typing it out like one of my regular stories seems to have helped some but still feels like the world has ended. It's early in the morning and I haven't slept at all since I got here. I don't know what to do with this story now that it's done. Perhaps not, though. I want it to be over, but as I sit here alone in the hospital bed, the phone is ringing. Who would be calling at 2 o'clock in the morning? Besides him. So I picked up the phone and it says, What are you doing with my daughter? And I turn to my girl and I say, It's your dad. And she says, My dad is dead. Then who, who was, was phone? phone? Anyway. That was the end of Unknown Caller. Um, I I would I would say that was pretty okay. Yeah, yeah, I agree. A I, standard I, horror movie halfway, affair. Halfway through, I was like, all right, Disney girl. And then I was like, oh, it's become William Neeson's fucking Taken. Right. <laughs> Whole nother level now. Yeah, yeah I that mean, wasn't bad at all. I mean, she, she nakedly escapes her, I would say, schizophrenic slash bipolar ex-boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, like, honestly, like, it's about, like, the... Exactly that, the actual escape. I feel like there's just so many, like... I don't know. I've, I've been just, like, displeased with horror movies lately, I, maybe, I have to say. That's, I shouldn't say it maybe that that's way. That's fair, like, though. It's just, like, even... Uh, I'm not criticizing any of these, like, psychological thriller movies, like Mother or, like... Um, what the fuck is it? Uh, Hereditary. Uh, Hereditary? Yeah. yeah, yeah, thank you. The... A fucking, mm. like, but it's just like, I want like a scary movie. I feel like a lot of things on Netflix, there was something that me and my girl watched not that long ago that we were just like, we're like, oh, dude, that looks fucking awesome. And like, fuck yeah. And like, we watched a fucking trailer for it. And it was like, fuck yeah, dope. And like, just the ending was just like, but really, it was turtles. And you're like, fucking, well, hello? <laughs> what the fuck is happening with this fucking story right now? Like, what the fuck? Like, at least, like, the story ended, like, decently. Right. I didn't want it to, like, take a weird twist and be like, But I am Nick! It's, I am everybody! But it's You're interesting like, how it. they did that, though, because, it, you know, <laughs> in, in the world of creepypasta and no sleep shit, it very much could have ended that way. It very much could have been <laughs> yes. like, And let yes. me reveal myself, for I am your boyfriend, and this is a trap. You know, like, it could have been I was that. literally everybody. Yeah, you're like, hello? Can you not do that? Now the now the question the, the question I'm sure you're asking yourself uh, near the end of the narrative is is Seth in on it? Mm, Touche, because he was just gone, quote unquote. He, he was, was he death. was also there. Why was he there? <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. Um, and there, yeah, and there I mean, were, touche. And there were yeah, two people, really, you know, like there were two. Yeah, there were two people involved, like. 
I don't know. If I were this girl, I would go under witness protection. I'd move to a different country. You know, like I would, I would leave. I would get out of there. Like, oh yeah, no, I, I would not just be like chilling in a fucking hospital. You can't right trust now. I'd be like, anyone. hello, hello, I'm gonna die. Well, they, they said she was under police surveillance. I mean, that's good. Yeah, enough I wouldn't for give me. a fuck though. I'd still be freaking okay. the fuck out, especially after. I mean, I, you know what I'm saying? She just got stabbed like a motherfucker. Oh, no, I agree. That's, shit. that's like, some traumatic shit. Yeah, I'd be like, shit. hello? No. It's some traumatic <laughs> shit. She definitely, um, she runs the final girl gamut a little bit. Um, yeah. But getting, getting kidnapped, stripped, and tortured is definitely, you know, I mean, it sounds like uh, a regular uh, Friday generic. night, but, you know, <laughs> like, honestly, it's it's a... It's a tough thing to to put your protagonist through that and still come out, you know, kind of stable mm-hmm. at the end. And I feel like I feel like a lot of uh, yeah, exactly my point. And that's kind of like what what am I like only? And I, I'm not saying that this is a criticism to towards this one specifically, but um, I feel like a lot of creepy pastas they like don't think about the emotional impact, and that might even t- like tear into like certain horror movies as well, because they just like some like fucking crazy sh- bat shit crazy just happened, like. I don't even know what the fuck I watched lately. It was just like a movie, this little girl, weird, like, little demons in the basement of this weird fucking house. But they, like, look like little men rats. But it was just like, what the fuck is happening right now? Like, What hello? movie was like, that? Um, I'd have to, re- like, literally look up the name. But it's on Netflix. It's just, like, a family moves into a house. And it's, like, the evil within or something. That's a game. Oh, oh no, no. Is it? Is it? Is it actually? Yeah, I know. As soon as I said that. Um, is it? I think it's, like, the... Ar- not the... I keep wanting to say, are you afraid of the dark? But it's like, afraid of the dark or something. Oh, like oh, oh, yeah, no, they're, it's like a they're, they're tooth fairies. They're tooth Yeah, the little weird fairies. gremlin motherfuckers that look like naked cats with old man faces. Yeah, no, that's, um... Yeah. <laughs> but it's like movies like that and like, and like horror that like, and just like concepts like that, like they don't just like, like, like keep it ominous. I don't need to like... Oh, see I, the monster all the I time. Mean, I mean, I agree. Let's, like, you know, I, I wouldn't necessarily say that, like, um, this, I wouldn't necessarily say that this story has, like, a plotting issue. I would just say that the story really doesn't do anything new. You know, it kind of plays all of the, yeah. it's all the stereotypes. It, it really does feel a little bit like Scream, you know, like the, the yeah. killer's connected yeah. to the main character. The girl does the, the whole running away from the bad guy and the guy calls her with the voice the changer, you know, um, it's a little like Scream. What's, in, like, what's your like, favorite movie? movie. <laughs> what that? What that? Like, like, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> not it, much. Now... Chilling. <laughs> Killing. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Take a strong hand. <laughs> oh. But um but it's like it this is a definitely like a, a scream mixed with like the movie split. Oh, I, I feel <laughs> that. I feel that. Yeah. Definitely not a bad concept, but like No. Like the whole, the Both whole generality of, those movies of the story function is well enough like on their own. Anyone, yeah. anyone can take two good things that exist and mash them together to make yeah, something make that new. Shit tasty. And and I will and I will always sit back and say eh, it's better than a remake. You know, <laughs> it's better <laughs> yeah. than a rehash. Yeah, take two things, Dude, make honestly, something new, me. and at least you know, at least I can say you're trying. You know, um, see, it's worse when they take something things, old and then you know, they're like, you take every yeah. popular oh, Stephen yeah. King concept, telekinetic girl, <laughs> kids dealing with a monster, uh, drunk town cop who never fucking... gets believed, you know, 
<laughs> yeah, just give the time situation and you're fucking golden. Yeah. <laughs> just be like, hey, you want to be in the same era as Goonies? Yeah. Yeah. Everybody will love it. <laughs> and, I'm, and I love it. <laughs> but even, I'm, I'm even saying, like, recently, like, you take Lovecraft and you take Alien, you combine them and you get underwater. Oh. Oh, this is very off topic. Do you know uh, Into the Loop? Oh, uh, that show. I, I have heard. I have heard of it. Yes. Um, so Years Prior, it's also been a, bo- a tabletop D&D game as well. Yes. <laughs> Just side note. Tales from the Loop. Yes. But that is fan-fucking-tastic. Side note. Just it is on my list. Spurred into my head. It is on my list. But it's like a, it, it just very much is like a creepypasta-ish as well. It's like very like short, random little tales within the world. I like but, that. I love you know Black mm-hmm, Mirror, Twilight too. Zone. I'm I'm all yeah. I'm all for that shit. Hey, have you have, have you watched the new Creep Show? Um. So I watched the first two episodes of it, and I like. I didn't. I don't know how I feel about it yet. It's not terrible at it's all. Fair. There, but there like, are definitely some good ones in there though. Yeah, 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 I agree. The stories are good. I really just felt weird. Um, I was expecting more like, <laughs> what do you get when my bones are rusty? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what the fuck? Like, give me the creepy. Uh, Tales from the Crypt. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But like, I just like, I just like immediately see like, it just looks like off-brand and it just weirds me out. Yeah, I I mean, I, I've always been a fan of Creepshow. Creepshow was a... a creation of george romero and stephen king in like mm-hmm. the 70s and, and 80s they were just like let's collaborate and then they just they literally probably did nothing but like smoke weed and just write short stories <laughs> and just said you know how funny would this be and then they just kept riffing off of one another until they had you know two movies so i, I mean for them to to reboot something like that makes me happy but i do agree yeah, that, I very that much there might agree. be something like tales from the crypt um, sitting, sitting somewhere, collecting dust. You know, wondering when that's mm-hmm. gonna come back. Because even like when, uh, and I actually uh, just bought the like I said earlier, the, bought the CBS whatever the hell package, um, so I can watch the new Twilight Zone. It's it's and an interesting. I haven't watch. seen it yet. It's an interesting. But I'm watch. just, I'm just interested. After like, I've seen and heard multiple people read it mainly. Um, saying that, uh, uh, Peel is the, like, the new Stephen King of horror, and I'm like, hello, what? Uh, of just, like, um, us and, um... Get out. What, yeah, thank you. Um, I, there were good movies. I'm, I'm 100% not hating on that in any way, shape, or form, but it was, uh, the statement, I believe, was made when Twilight Zone was first getting made before he got kicked off the project. Yeah. So it's like, it was just like a funny thing to, not a funny thing to, but like just a, a mean, concept to hear of like you, out of Stephen King and like he's made so many things. that first season because it is, okay. it is a, a little weird. I would actually say I liked Creepshow more than I liked Twilight Zone okay. of all the stuff that was remade Appreciate recently. Give that a watch. I, Let me know what you think because it's definitely okay. weird. Like even the last episode, like... The last episode panders, and it tries to be okay. it tries to be meta, and like some of it works, but most of it doesn't. And then the ending tries to, like, pander hard, and and 
the inner fanboy says this is so cool and and it it's absolutely predictable and you see it coming from a mile away but the other part of me is just like yeah but that's like i wish this was a better product <laughs> like i wish yeah. this happened in a better twilight zone episode you know like why did it mm -hmm. have to happen in this episode the very finale yeah yeah, the, yeah I see so what you're so give that a watch I mean, and let me know what you think i'm sure there's there's tons of people out there who thought that the new season was also just very very weird yeah just offset it just i mean it's you know i mean same name same like generic feel but it's just like there's like an atmosphere that even just like watching like little trailer episodes and stuff like that it just has I don't even know how to explain it, but yeah. <laughs> when when we look back <laughs> on this story, um, is there anything you would have done like differently? Like for voicing or like the story itself? When when I just mentioned the story that we just did, however you want to take that, if it's about you, if it's about the story, whatever you want to say about it. <laughs> you know what what is your takeaway what what would you have done differently i think uh i think it would have been i'm not sure if it would be too much or more fun to like add another personality that wasn't like really like the stranger had like a partner or something that homie was just like talking to himself <laughs> right i part of me felt like this story like definitely needed like an overbearing parent stereotype yeah, who's yeah, that is like, true. There was really a who's lack just of like, honey, are you okay? Honey, are you all right? Like, just kind of. It was like the weird, <laughs> like boyfriend, but that was just like I don't know. And my hetero friend Seth. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's like a that's like that a fun. big joke for me because it's just like, you know that every girl that has like a hetero guy friend, like they're just, they're just they're just trying to fuck that chick like you just I, know lie, at the end of the day that they're trying to fuck that chick okay i've been watching the kroll show too much <laughs> <laughs> and uh it's like the i can't i don't know like what skit it is but he's just like where like he's just oh hey like just straight brooklyn accent yeah. he's just like oh i can't run that fast my pants hang too low like yeah, that's the only thing that I thought about with Hedro. Just like, oh, hey, let me get in your pants, though. No, it's good. Okay, we talk later, though. <laughs> it worked. Uh, oh, for, for a while there, I I felt very like John C. Riley, Like, very like, <laughs> okay. oh, hey, uh, hey, everyone. Hey, guys, how's it going? You know, I'm here. <laughs> I'm here to, uh, I'm your friend Seth. <laughs> hey, hey, I'm Seth. How's it going? <laughs> like what you do? Hey, hey man. Hey, Hi. hey. I'm Seth. Um, so, so I'm not even gonna try to do that. <laughs> um, no, I had a lot of fun. I hope you. I hope you had fun. Yeah. On, no, this is a fucking on this fuck episode yeah. of 172 <laughs> of the Lots of Pasta. I was here with Mr. Glitch Blob. Check out his shit on the YouTube's. Uh, I'm sure I'm sure he will be back for another episode and we will continue to shout out each other's shit for as long as yeah. they last. So I'll have, to, I'll have to look in try and find that Arrows episode too. That'll be fucking I wanna read be actually that very story. nostalgic. I wanna read it. You talked about it. You said it was the first creepypasta slash no sleep thing you ever read, and I yeah. have never read it, so we will make it happen. Fuck yeah. 
Well, on the next episode of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> on the next episode of Dragon <laughs> Ball Z. I'll just, should we just cut it out to me screaming? <laughs> just spirit bomb. <laughs> Ten episodes later. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's that's good. I think that we will reach will reach adequate power level by next episode if we just end if we end this. He's episode, over nine thousand. If we just both end this episode just going. <laughs> no, you gotta you gotta height fusion. <laughs> fusion. Oh. Okay, okay, that was terrible. I'm terrible. <laughs> Until we stand at the shore, the shore.